0: Oh, I got the intro tonight, don't I? Was I? Say, I, thought, what are you for? I thought you had it. I thought you had it for some reason. Oh, what a start! Hot start tonight. Episode three hundred and sixty-two of the Tan and J Man Show. By that, you would think it's episode two of the Tan and J Man Show, but no. I wish you could all go back and hear or watch our early episodes. It would take us what, Josh? Before we did this episode, li- these episodes live, it would take us how many takes would it take us to get going?
1: Oh, it was five to ten. I would say I mean, 30 minutes laughing. sometimes. Yeah, it's embarrassing. I'm glad we didn't uh, have uh, cameras on us then.
0: But uh, we like to think we're seasoned vets, but like I just showed there we still make <laughs> mistakes and errors from time to was, time. But I was
1: doing something on the laptop and I'm like, "Uh, oh, are we having technical issues?" Well, and I'm I th- uh, went back to StreamYard and you're just looking.
0: <laughs> it's it's always uh whoever does birdie or bogey, the opposite guy <laughs> yeah. does it. And for some reason my head was thinking that you were starting tonight, yeah. so uh but with all that, uh, glad you're joining us. If you're joining us live on the ISC Sports Network, along with the ISC Sports Network Twitter slash X page and the Tan and J-Man Show Facebook page. We appreciate it. And if you're listening to this at a later time on your favorite podcast app, please give us a five-star rating and review. We really appreciate that as well. And go buy some Tan and J-Man Show merch while you're at it. I haven't played the merch store in a while. Tan and you can get a cool looking hat like I got on right here. So, uh, with all that, how are you how are you doing today, J-Man? How are you doing
1: tonight? Doing all right, pretty, pretty, pretty good. Uh, speaking of birdie bogey, oh um, boy, I do, I do have a birdie bogey for you, and it's baseball related.
0: Mm, might um, as well give me a bogey now.
1: Known cheater, um, Jose Altuve uh, hit his twenty sixth career home run in the postseason, which is second most all time. What player did he pass and what player does he trail for most home runs and uh postseason history and major league baseball history? Twenty six homers, he passed who and who does he trail? Um
0: I think I know one of these, but I don't know which one it is.
1: <laughs> I think, yeah. but so um, we'll see you, you gave me a tough one last week. Hopefully this is a tough one on I you did. this week. Uh, Birdie Bogey is brought to you by Arlington Public House. Arlington Public House uh, has upscale cuisine and cocktails with a casual atmosphere. Look at 703 Main Street in Rochester, Indiana. Um, $2 whole smoked wings and $1 off domestic brewskis. Every Monday night they have the Oktoberfest burger all month long. Uh, Four smash patties layered in Swiss and melty beer cheese on a bed of lettuce and topped with beer-battered onion rings and ham. Served on a delicious pretzel bun with beer-battered fries. That sounds like heaven.
0: Sounds pretty good. I haven't had dinner yet tonight, and I'm pretty hungry. So I wish I was closer.
1: Yeah. yeah I'd make the do. drive
0: right over to Arlen's in public house.
1: That sounds so, um, awfully bang good. Yes,
0: so, it does. Um, well, speaking to you, you know, since the birdie or bogey was baseball-related, uh, postseason is really getting exciting. Um, game six between the Phillies and, and, um, Diamondbacks going on right now. And last I knew the Diamondbacks had a lead. Mm
1: -hmm. It was three to Um, one when I came up here. Yes. Uh, it is
0: still three to one into the fourth right now. And then the battle for Texas game seven Rangers Astros tonight at eight o'clock. Who are you taking in that one?
1: Um, this will be the J man's bookie prediction of the week. Um, I'm trying to do a little uh, J-Man's curse, if you will. Um <laughs> and take the Houston Astros at home. Max Scherzer is on the mound for the uh Texas Rangers. I don't know who's going for Houston and is it I don't think it's Verlander. I think Verlander pitched Friday. Um He did but, pitch uh, Friday,
0: but he acted like he He, he was ready. Well throw yeah. a few innings at least. He's he
1: he's a vet. He knows what yeah. his arm can do. He's forty one years old, so I guess he could go if he thinks he's uh Good enough to go, but J-Man's Booker Prediction of the Week brought to you by Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agent Travis Watchering for life, home, auto, business, renters, workers, comp, and farm insurance. Contact Travis at 219-869-4561. His email is travis.wattring at infb.com. Uh, it took a little while for the games to get good, uh, but really ever since game like three of both championship series, the games have been fantastic. Uh, Diamondbacks coming back and getting a walk-off winner to win their first one in game three. Then in game four, came back from a couple down in the eighth inning. Craig Kimbrell came on and gave up a two-run homer to Alec Thomas, two or three-run homer to Alec Thomas, and gave up a a RBI game-winning single to uh, uh, Moreno there, uh, their catcher. Um, That's been an exciting series, and the Phillies took care of business the other night. And then the Astros – classic game uh on friday where back and forth back and forth astros got up i think it was four nothing three nothing or four nothing in the first inning and then just uh the rangers just kept chipping away chipping away hit a uh long home run to take the lead in the eighth inning thought they were going to win and then jose altuve hits a long home run uh to get the lead back uh and winning that game uh, but there was some fireworks in that game um without the home runs, uh, Adolis Garcia, who hit the homer for the angels. He got beamed. Benches cleared. The, uh, uh, Astros reliever got suspended two games and, uh, he appealed it and it was upheld, but major league baseball, for whatever reason, doesn't do a thing to the Houston Astros. He doesn't have to serve that suspension till next season, uh, which is ball crap. He should have to miss tonight's game. In my opinion. Um, I pose this question to you. Are the Astros the most hated franchise in the history of major league baseball?
0: Oh man. If not, they're, they're really close. Um, I feel like the only people who like the Astros are from Houston.
1: (laughs) Um, I was thinking about this earlier today and I was actually talking about with my dad and, um, we both thought they are more unlikable than the Yankees have ever been. Um, they whine too, is the worst part. Uh, they whine about the suspension and how it could loom over game seven, and how Major League Baseball is giving the Rangers favors because, um, Chris Young, their GM, worked for Major League Baseball the past couple years. And woe is me, woe is me. And they're still punishing us for cheating just because we cheated worse than everyone else. Um, they're whiny. Uh, the Players got off scot free. We can talk about that forever about the uh cheating scandal. And I don't you wanna- think Jim
0: Harbaugh's a mission Mich- or uh, Astros he
1: fan. He, he might be, he, yeah. he might be an Astros yeah. fan. Um, he hmm. might have picked up a thing or two <laughs> uh, from the Houston Astros or Bill Belichick for that matter. Um, Where's but, a trash uh, can
0: when you need it? Have yeah, need it. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, but uh, the Astros are trending in a way. And a lot of it has to do with they're in their seventh straight ALCS. Yeah, fatigue. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then that cheating scandal doesn't help. But uh, I cannot stand them, and I am rooting my heart out for the Texas Rangers to win uh, the American League.
0: Well, the Rangers have had the heartbroken time or (laughs) two. Ranger fans, I mean, they're due. um, One of few teams who have never won a World Series, but I do have some Rangers trivia for you today. It's nothing to do with birdie or bogey. I just want to see if you can. Well, I'm going to give myself birdie if I get it right. What five players have won an MVP for the Texas Rangers?
1: Uh, Juan Gonzalez, yes. Um, Josh Hamilton, yes. I assume Alex Rodriguez. Yes. There's two more that have won MVPs with the Texas Rangers. Um what era? One's
0: in our lifetime. I don't
1: believe the other one was. One is in our lifetime. Pudge, did he win an MVP? Yvonne did Rodriguez, he? yep. Um the other guy, Texas Ranger, Texas Ranger. I don't know. Jeff Burroughs. Wouldn't have guessed that. Yep. He well, did
0: pretty good. Four
1: out of five. Yeah. Jeff Burroughs, his son, Shay, I want to say, was like one of the top prospects in baseball. And he kind of fizzled out real quick there in like the mid 2000s. the only reason why I even remember Jeff Burroughs. Um, but um, yeah, they've, they've, I mean, they've had a decent history for not winning. Mean, of course, Nolan Ryan pitched for, for them for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I don't think we've ever seen a more heartbreaking um, championship loss, um, maybe in sports history, than the way uh, they lost that 2011 World Series. Up to bottom of the ninth in St. Louis, two guys on, two outs, two strikes on David Freeze. And uh, because there was no DH, Nelson Cruz had to play the field, and uh, he—it um, would have been a tough catch. But David Fries hit the ball off the wall that was probably caught by a lot of right fielders, and uh, they end up tying it, and then of course losing that one, and then losing Game Seven. But uh, can't can't imagine now they're finally back uh, to uh, potentially win a World Series, and I think they have a real good shot to do it if they win tonight.
0: Yep. Uh, if the Diamondbacks hold on against the Phillies, who do you like in game seven there?
1: Phillies uh, game seven on the road would be real tough for a Diamondbacks team that won 84 games. It's been a heck of a run uh, for them already, and they're playing good baseball. Um, don't know who would start game seven uh, for the Phillies. Zach Gallen just went and he got hit around pretty well. Their second best starter, Merrill Kelly's pitching tonight, so he's not going to be able to go tomorrow. Um and that's probably why I'm taking the Phillies because I think they'll have either Zach Wheeler or Ranger Suarez who have been really good this postseason. And um, so, yeah, give me the I'm, – I'm hoping for the Phillies-Rangers. That was that was my book at last week that would be the Phillies-Rangers and it uh, hasn't come to fruition yet. Of course, when I made that prediction, the Rangers were up two games and nothing and um, Phillies got up two games and nothing.
0: Would, would Rangers-Diamondbacks be the lowest viewed World Series since Astros-White
1: Sox in 05? Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it probably would not be good for baseball. Um, Phillies, Philadelphia, regardless of what sport they're going to draw, right. Decent, uh, decent crowd. Um, people are sick of the Astros though. So I'm, I'm sure major league baseball is rooting for, and the television networks are rooting for Phillies Rangers. Yeah. Um, but, uh, If the Diamondbacks, if it's Diamondbacks Rangers, I think I'd have a really good time watching that because I wouldn't really hate either team.
0: Well, when Uh, when's the last time? Say the Diamondbacks make the World Series. We we won't say they win right now, but they make it. When's the last time we've seen somebody who is picked fourth, if not last, in their division make the World Series?
1: It's a really good question. Feels like it's been a while. Maybe the Royals in twenty fourteen. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, because I I don't remember too much hype around the Royals coming into mm-hmm. that season. Uh, I thought they people thought they'd be better just because they had that young talent. But uh, yeah, I think you look at the World Series. Maybe the Red Sox. Well, Red Sox were not that great on paper heading into the twenty eighteen season.
0: But does it surprise yeah. anybody just because of who
1: it is? You know. Well, yeah. um. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a good question. I don't know.
0: Yeah, because I mean, that's the team we're talking about. They lost 100 games just not too long ago. I mean, it's crazy.
1: And and they squeaked in this year, winning 84. And uh, you just get hot at the right time, I guess.
0: Yep. Yep. Uh, Well, I do have a word Word association segment uh, list, I should say, for the segment tonight that is baseball related. And I took, oh, the past 25 years or so, a list of 10 of the ALCS MVPs. And we'll go chronological order starting with uh, recent going back, starting with the guy we've kind of already mentioned tonight, Jose Altuve.
1: Um, he'll be a Hall of Famer, um, one of the best second basemen, maybe the best second baseman of this generation. Um, seems like he's a kind of a likable guy, and I wish he wasn't on. If he was not on those teams that cheated, I think his legacy would be a lot greater than it will end up being.
0: Justin Verlander.
1: Oh, man, it's that's heartbreaking for me because he was so close to being traded to the Cubs back in 2018 um, in August. But uh, the Rickets did not want to shell out that money to get him, and then he turns into having the greatest stretch of his career here, and it's happened when he was 37 through 41 years old. Uh, first bow Hall of Famer, easy. Delman Young. Delman young man DH he did it as a uh, DH yeah, yeah uh, that takes me back um who do you do it with Tampa Bay uh let me go look
0: that up I know it was uh I'll go look it up but I don't think it was with Tampa yeah
1: he was I think he was number one overall pick uh, out of high school <clears throat> and he never really lived up to bill to the billing he he was a good hitter um, but, uh, he got in some trouble in the minor leagues. He threw a bat at an umpire and it hit the umpire later on in his career when his career is pretty much over, but, uh, did with the
0: tigers in 2012. Tigers. Okay.
1: Okay. Yep. That makes yep. sense.
0: This next guy did with Tampa Bay, Matt Garza.
1: Oh man. Uh, that was a bad Cubs trade. Um, I liked Garza and he was pretty solid traded uh, Chris Archer who ended up having some good years there with Tampa Bay as well as uh, Brandon Guyer and um forget who else they traded, but that was not a good trade. And then they ended up just having to ship him off like two or three years later uh, after Theo got there. But, uh, yeah, Matt Garza was pretty underrated in his time.
0: Here's a guy who's had success in both National League and American League in the postseason, Josh Beckett.
1: Yeah, he uh, obviously he was on that Marlins team. You uh, tagged uh, – who Who was it that – was it Posada that grounded out in 2003? Uh... Yes, I believe it was. Yeah, I know that it was a left, right. left-handed hitter against righty. Uh, then obviously Beckett goes to Boston and does pretty much the exact same thing, wins the World Series there, and he was a legendary postseason performer. Paul Canerico. Yeah, a lot of people will uh, forget about old Paul. And he was, I mean, over 400 career homers. He was really good. Um, He's who of- I think about when I think of White Sox baseball because he didn't play anywhere else. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, he was kind of their face here in the 2000s for sure. Uh, of course, Frank Thomas. Frank uh, Thomas. Was yeah. Shipped off in the early 2000s, but uh, maybe mid-2000s. But, yeah. Yeah, Paulie was good. Um, He's a really good hitter. Cub killer, too. Adam Kennedy. Yeah, L.A. Uh, that time, Anaheim Angel. Mm-hmm. Um, of all those good players, they had Garrett Anderson and Tim Salmon. and Adam. Adam Kennedy is the one winning. Troy down. Gloss. Troy, Troy Gloss too. Yeah, I forgot about him. Uh, Darren. Darren Hersted. Hersted. Uh, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and uh, I mean, David Eckstein was their uh, shortstop, and Adam Kennedy wins. That's kind of funny. Yep. Andy Pettit. He uh, does he have the. M- most wins in postseason history or most starts in postseason history. There's something that he has. Um why did I think Mike Musina? Maybe maybe had had one
0: of those. I don't know.
1: But yeah, Pettit obviously in on the nineties Yankees uh pitched a ton of huge games there. Lefty. Uh really good Hall Hall of very good player. Definitely not Yeah,
0: yeah his uh I don't think he would have made it anyways, but his little stint with the Astros and steroids did not help. Didn't help. Um, yeah. He won the ALCS MVP in 01. Mm. Um, Two more Yankees, David justice.
1: He was p- people forget about David justice. That dude could hit Uh lefty. Of course uh, he was, he was played out in Moneyball, ball uh, the movie at the end of his career going to Oakland and he kind of helped turn them around a little bit. But uh he was a very good player uh, for the Braves, Yankees, a couple other teams.
0: And lastly, Orlando Hernandez.
1: El Duque. El Duque. Uh, he had the uh, the Ephus yeah. lofted up there at 55 miles an hour. He was fantastic in the postseason. He was better in the postseason than he was in the regular season. So it was that, kind of that mentality. I, I saw him pitch live for the Mets back in 2007, I believe. He was still pitching then. Wow.
0: Yeah, he was in his
1: forties. Yeah, he was, yeah, he was yeah, old because he won this in '99. So. Yeah, he was. Uh, yeah. yeah, he, he was pretty old, and he, he yeah. came from Cuba, so he was already older once he got over here. Uh, but sure. yeah, he, he pitched a long time. White Sox, yeah. Mets, Yankees. Uh, yeah, you know, good player. Good list, you know.
0: Yeah, and that's gonna do it for this week's uh, word association segment, which is brought to you by Proforma Print Two Promo Group. If you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource for your next trade show company picnic. Or sales, meaning as you wind down 2023 or look forward to 2024, it's not too early to start planning. Performer Print 2 Promo Group has over 50 years combined experience in promotional products and commercial print. They strive for a fast and efficient response to all your print needs, so you need to look no further. Let them be your one-source print and promotional company today by giving Barbara Van Weinsberg a call at 574-210-3815.
1: What football you want to talk? Or you want to talk some NBA preseason instead?
0: (laughs) I definitely don't want to talk NBA preseason. I got nothing (laughs) on that. Uh, I can't even tell you who's going to be good and not good.
1: um, Couldn't even tell you I
0: cared. Man, yeah. It's funny. At one time, I was a decently big NBA fan, but now...
1: Yeah, sorry to all those NBA fans out there that watch the show and want to hear us talk NBA. It's not happening. Yeah, it's not happening. Not happening. I mean, we can always be convinced in one way or the
0: other, but most likely not happening. Um, But let's – what football do I want to start with? Let's start college this week. I think we did NFL first last week, so let's do college football this week. Yeah, Uh, interesting week eight around the country.
1: Got to be honest. watched maybe uh, two two quarters of college football, so you're going to have to carry us in this – this segment uh which yeah. you're uh, you're a college football guys so uh, yeah
0: it was i thought it was a really interesting week especially around the big 10 penn state you let me down i hype you <laughs> up all year i call you the best team in the nation at one point and you do what you always do in the big big yep. 10 games you lay an egg yeah, every time
1: it's starting to become a uh a little concern for james franklin they cannot yes. get over the hump in these huge games um and their, their offense was just putrid. It was awful. Uh, it's it's crazy. For like the past five or six years, Ohio State has had an unbelievable offense, and their defense has been suspect. It's the exact opposite. Flip-flop. Uh, yep. Completely flip-flop. Their defense is elite this year.
0: And Pitt State's defense played well, too. But, man, uh, Maserati Marv, as, so uh, sick of as, that. as Gus Johnson was
1: calling him, uh, he is a fantastic college football wide receiver. He is uh, Maybe the best draft prospect as far as wide receiver goes we've ever seen. Calvin Johnson was awfully good too, right? And um, assuming the Bears are going to pick number one, um, I'd go him. Who whoever picks number one, I would go Marvin Harrison Jr. over any of the quarterbacks or any other position. In my opinion, he is he's a game, a game
0: changer. changer. Seems like a really good kid. I saw him he, interviewed in Game Day in the morning.
1: Um,
0: oh no, no, excuse me, Pat McAfee show the on Friday. Um, yeah, seems like a really humble. Um, hardworking, so yeah, I think um, I think he'll pass all the tests there. But elsewhere around the Big Ten, I was uh, lack of scoring finally caught up to them. Yeah, as they lost uh, the Florida Rosedale Trophy at home for the first time since 1999, Ference's first year. Um, I still don't believe in this Minnesota team, but yet it was a good win for PJ Fleck and company, and when they really needed, kind of shook up the Big Ten West, which I really thought was going to be shaken up for a little while, and then. Wisconsin came from behind and beat Illinois. Um, so now Wisconsin's in their driver's seat once again in the Big Ten West. Um,
1: do you think they should have overturned that punt return touchdown for Iowa? I did not think it was a fair catch.
0: I didn't either. But uh, due to the rules, it's a – what did they say? A uh, something something signal, unverified
1: signal or something wow. like that. So. Yeah, That but no, would have yeah. been a classic way for Iowa sure. to win, though. Um, sure. Defense plays great. You get a punt return touchdown. So that's kind of what they're doing. Um, Deacon Hill for Iowa might be the worst quarterback I've seen play Big Ten football since maybe Jeff George Jr. He was pretty bad. Um, <laughs> Illinois had a string of bad quarterbacks there in the mid-2010s. Uh, but De- Deacon Hill might be the worst I've ever seen.
0: Yeah, he's pretty darn bad. I think I said on uh... – Last week's pod, or maybe the week before, that he was the worst opposing quarterback I'd ever seen Purdue face. And I've seen some bad ones that have beat Purdue, and Deacon Hill's on that list now because his team <laughs> got the win. But uh, I am going to go on record on October 23rd. I think this is Ferris's last year at Iowa. I don't think he's going to fire his son. The university's going to want him to do it. He's not going to do it in retires. Tigers.
1: Could see that. Um, we We don't remember Iowa without. No parents, uh, they, they we were don't remember bad. the Hayden
0: Fridays. No, yeah, they
1: they were really bad right before he got there. Um, I think they went one and 11 his first year mm-hmm. there too. And obviously he's turned him into a consistent winner. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, his inability to do anything with the offense and he's not going to do anything with the son. Um, now if, if they lose out and go 10 and two, I mean, you have a hard time firing your son. Right. Um, But if if this thing starts to spiral a little bit, um, then I could absolutely see that, and I think a lot of Iowa fans would be okay with it, to be honest.
0: Yeah, yeah, you brought up a good point. I mean, I I did just predict that, and I'll stick by my prediction, but they could still end up winning the Big Ten West, and then I don't know. That would look pretty bad if you you fire your coach after that, I presume. So uh, Nebraska squeaked one out against Northwestern. It was a pretty ugly game. Um, Nebraska's defense looks good. Their offense just is not there. Um, Michigan killed Michigan State. It was 49-0, and it could have been
1: a lot worse. Yeah, Michigan State has reached the point of the year where they have given up.
0: Oh, Big Ten. Uh, I don't know if they could beat anybody in the Big Ten right now.
1: They might lose Northwestern.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I, they just got nothing. I mean, you can tell. They're, I mean, and it's a program that just can't get out of its own way. Athletic department that can't get out How of its
1: own way. How far have they fallen in just two years? Tuck coming to now. <laughs>
0: Yeah. yeah, well, they were kind of burned by the, uh, or he was there in twenty twenty one, wasn't he? I was gonna say they're kind of burned by the COVID year, but he was there in twenty one, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and, and, and NBC loves themselves some Michigan. Doesn't matter if it's gonna be a blowout, and they did it again today with the schedule. They have a bye week this week. They host Purdue next week. They put it on NBC at seven thirty. That'll be fun for you. That'll be a shellacking. But- <laughs> Can't be much worse than the Michigan State one, I don't think. Probably will be now that I said that, but I don't think you wouldn't uh, think you wouldn't uh, think. But it's uh, it's not a,
1: Michigan, a house that's kind
0: of Purdue at all.
1: And yeah, Michigan's really good too. Which doesn't Purdue matter. has not
0: played there since 2011.
1: Really? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. They were supposed to do the COVID year, and then got scratched. Um,
1: as, as you mentioned, um, Wisconsin coming back, that was an impressive choke job, even by Illinois standards.
0: I thought it was over. Um, I, I, I left to go to dinner. And yeah. I, cause I was I was kind of watching three games at once uh, during that time frame. And then I checked my phone. I'm like, oh my gosh, Wisconsin came back on one.
1: Yeah. a Potential top 10 pick Johnny Newton for Illinois got uh, kicked out on a targeting call that completely changed the game. Uh, supposedly.
0: Glad you brought that up because I've always this has always been a pep peeve of mine. I hate the targeting rule as far as disqualifying a player in college.
1: Hate yeah. it. And hate it, hate it, hate it. Have them sit out Ugh, a hate half it. for the next game they play. If they do um, it in the second half. If they do it in the second half, yeah. Uh really stupid. And yeah. it's it's been this way for how many years now? Seven, eight years now. Way too I long. Doing
0: this. I mean, it's I'm affecting fine. games. I yeah. uh, you know, I wish they do, do the NFL. Yeah. Sure. Two of them, yes. You get One, you get the 15-yard penalty, you get a warning, do it again, yes, you're out. That's okay, come on. But, in, you know, NFL, they usually have the warning unless you're Kareem Jackson, have done it multiple times, then you get kicked out, and now you're suspended four games, which I thought would be one, maybe two, and I still would be shocked if it sticks up four. I bet they appeal it and get it a little lower, but we'll see. That's, that's talk for later on. But uh, interesting week around the Big Ten, but also interesting week around the country. We saw Alabama kind of flex their muscles. Uh, First time in a while. Um, They looked really good. Um, Utah, impressive late drive to get a game-winning field goal to beat USC. Caleb Williams, I saw some people saying he should sit out the rest of the year because they're not going to win the Pac-12. He's not going to win the Heisman. They're not going to the playoff. I'm like, yeah, I I get what they're saying, but that's loser mentality. Yeah, and – in my he, opinion, he's not going to play in a bowl game. We already know that. Yeah, and so, with
1: the NIL, who knows he might have to play out the season, or he's not going to. That that's a good point. Him. That's um,
0: a good point. He he, can,
1: yeah, he's 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 run his mouth a little bit, uh, mm-hmm. saying how uh, well, I I could still come back if I don't like the team picking number one. Uh, there's no guarantee he goes number one now. He's been so bad the past. No. Weeks. Uh, did you see Kyle, what Kyle Whittingham said? I did um, not. He, he he goes USC has a Heisman quarterback. But our quarterback's tough as nails. He's a pig farmer, so uh, <laughs> he was tough as
0: nails yeah. on that drive the other night. And uh, that Utah team's good, man. They're they're yeah. good, and USC can't stop a nosebleed on
1: defense, yeah. at all. Um I think the teams have never really been able to stop a nosebleed. He's
0: got the same record through twenty two or twenty three games as uh, Clay Helton did at USC, wow. seventeen and five, I believe. So he's a lot more talent too. Yeah, so I wonder if USC fans would be real hurt if he decides to go to the NFL with Caleb Williams. If <laughs> if a team if a team not not as a joint package, but yeah. I mean, just like if a team out there yeah. wants Le-
1: to Lincoln Riley gives off big Cliff yeah. Kingsbury vibes, in my opinion. Which which I meant to in college, but I meant to hit on
0: this during the Big Ten with uh, the latest allegations against Michigan, sign stealing allegations. Do you think this will be Jim Harbaugh's last year in Ann Arbor?
1: Yeah. I, th- I think he finally makes the leap to the NFL now. Yep. Um, watch out for the Bears. The Bears make a ton of sense.
0: So do the Chargers. If Why? they get rid of Brandon Staley. Well, he, he also played for the Chargers. He played for the Bears, played for the Chargers. And I think the Chargers, and we'll talk about the Chargers here momentarily, I think the Chargers are the most talented team that will be looking for a new coach. That's fair. So That's fair. It, it, maybe it's a... You can jump right in and win pretty quickly, whereas some of these other jobs probably got to take a little while. Take a little while, but, yeah, that makes sense. But, uh, elsewhere
1: would be interesting or hilarious to see Jim Harbaugh coaching Justin Fields. Uh, yeah, Fields would be there next year. But. Yeah.
0: Elsewhere around the country, uh, Miami, Florida, won a double overtime game at home against Clemson. Clemson's
1: reign of terror is over. They're um, four
0: and three, and next week they host Notre Dame.
1: So this is what they look like without a generational. Quarterback, uh, they had back to back with Watson and then um, Lawrence, and now Kid Klubnik. Uh, who, uh, man, uh, Dabo likes to throw his players under the bus. Sure often. does. So yeah, "Well, that was that was a handoff. Did did it on his own." Um, yeah, Dab- Dabo has never taken any responsibility for anything other than winning. Uh, if they lose, it's not his fault. And um,
0: DJ's been all right for yes, Oregon he State. Maybe they shouldn't have ran him out of town, but. Uh, elsewhere uh, Oklahoma survived a scare from UCF at home
1: and Texas North, North Carolina did not survive a oh scare. yeah Correndous that was a loss for uh, North Carolina yeah, against yeah
0: there goes there dark horse playoff chances and that hurts Drake Mays Heisman ch- chances um, right now the Heisman, if it, I think the new leader in Vegas is JJ McCartney
1: right that's now, what I was say. That was McCartney.
0: um, but, uh, also Texas, uh, Quinn heroes is out for multiple weeks now. Hmm. So that's going to that shake up their season. Big time. He's got a shoulder injury. Arch Manning time. I think they were planning to redshirt him, but now he might have to be their backup to, at least. Yeah. So, uh, what else happened around the country? I know I'm forgetting some stuff.
1: Florida State took care of Duke.
0: Not, um, yeah, not by much.
1: No. Um. Yeah, as I said, I didn't watch a whole lot. But uh. I
0: did laugh that uh UCLA beat Stanford like forty two to seven. <laughs> or yeah. something like that. So and I believe that's who Colorado plays next, is UCLA this week. So I believe. So that could yeah. be that could be fun. But uh no, it was a good week of college football starting to shake things up and we got some interesting uh Top 25 matchups. The Big Ten matchups aren't too interesting this yeah, week. Yeah, a lot but, of blowout
1: potential this week. But,
0: but the top 25 ones
1: are pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I did win Pickham. Um The only game I got wrong was the Iowa game, Quinston. Uh, yeah,
0: Penn State but, let me down. And, and like I said, we were talking smack about them in big games. They still do have Michigan at home, so they
1: could make up for it and win that oh. one, but I, I just don't. I got to believe. see it to believe it now. Um speaking of Penn State, we have Indiana traveling there, CBS game I believe, CBS.
0: CBS at noon, yep. Uh, Penn State's a 31 point favorite in this one. Uh I got the Nittany Lions for five, only five Big Ten games this
1: week. So. Yeah, Penn State for five as well. Uh, it's getting ugly there in Indiana, and they're going to have a real hard time justifying keeping Tom Allen if they should the, do that.
0: Yes, they will. Um, I did hear a counter-argument from an Indiana fan, uh friend of my dad's. I think it's actually a co-worker of my dad's. He said he's a big IU guy, but he said, who would want to come to IU? He That's said cool. if they go out and hire a young OC, even though the money is – uh, enticing from the Big Ten now, OC's gonna use that as a stepping stone. If he can win seven games at Indiana, especially with this future Big Ten schedule,
1: he's he's taking his ticket and running to a better job. But the thing is, you leave it in a better spot than what you found it. That's true. Um, That's true. And for a program like in Indiana, uh, they they can afford to do that because they don't have much. Yeah. Uh, they don't have really a talent rich history um, there. than maybe being the stepping stone and continuously winning. Seven, eight games, that'd be the way to go.
0: Oh Yeah, and I mean, um, they had their fun years in 2018, 19, and even 2020, and it's just fell off ever since.
1: Yeah, but, yeah Penn State for five. Uh, Maryland traveling to Evanston to face Northwestern.
0: Yeah, Maryland's 13 half point favorite. Their bye week came at a perfect time for them, coming off back-to-back losses. I think they regroup, and I think they get it done, but I only have the Terps for two points.
1: I have Maryland for three. Uh, bad loss last week. Um, I think they bounce back, though, after having a bye. Uh Michigan State at Minnesota.
0: Yeah, Minnesota's only seven-point favorite. I was very surprised it was that low. Uh, but like I said, Minnesota has trouble scoring as yeah. well. Uh, but I think the Gophers get it done at home. I got the Gophers for four.
1: Yeah, Minnesota will get it done at home, uh, but I don't think they're that great, so I only have Minnesota for two. Um, after all this trash I talked about, Michigan State, how they've given up, I only have them for two. But uh Purdue at Nebraska.
0: Yeah, interesting one here. Nebraska's uh on a two-game win streak. Purdue's coming off a bye, which was much needed for them after getting shellacked by Ohio State. Maybe got some guys healthy, getting some guys back. Um I think this is this is Purdue Super Bowl this year. They got to get four of the last five, and they're not gonna get Michigan. So you gotta get this one. And uh maybe it's my I'm going with my heart over my head. I'm thinking the boilers for one. Uh Nebraska is a two and a half point favorite
1: um low scoring game shouldn't Mm -hmm. be a low scoring game anyway um for that i'm going with the home team for one nebraska for one Uh, ohio state at wisconsin yeah
0: ohio state this is the uh nbc night game uh camp randall be rocking uh these are usually pretty good games ohio state's a 14 point favorite i think they win this one pretty easily ohio state for three
1: i have ohio state for four um yeah, especially with no Tanner Mordecai, assuming he's gonna be out. Um
0: Yeah, I think he's out for a little while.
1: The backup didn't look too bad. Um What's his is his last name Locke? Or am I wrong about that? Yes. I don't remember his first name. I think his last name's Locke. I don't know though, to be honest. Okay. But uh, okay. yeah, Ohio State, four four um for me. Uh, top twenty-fives. Florida State traveling to Wake Forest. Uh, Wake Forest was Wake Forest the one that got kind of screwed over. Or was it Pittsburgh? I can't remember. Um, I think Pittsburgh won in, uh, at home. Clearly, a guy slid short of the first down, and they gave it to him. And then just something—I I don't even remember. I don't. Even remember I, I didn't see it. I didn't
0: see it. So um, it's news to me.
1: But uh, yeah, Wake Forest ends up losing a game that it felt like they should have won against Pittsburgh last. week.
0: Uh, give me Florida state.
1: I don't know what spread is or anything. But Florida,
0: yeah. Florida state.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, number six, Oklahoma traveling to five and two Kansas.
0: Yeah. Kansas will be rocking. Um, Kansas turned into a little tough place to play the last few years. I think Oklahoma got their scare though from UCF. Uh, give me the Sooners.
1: Yeah. Give me Oklahoma as well. Number one, Georgia. I still don't think they've looked overly impressive. Against no, them, but Kentucky traveling to five and two Florida. didn't realize this, Florida was that. I'm, this I'm is, surprised. With Florida being 5-2, I'm surprised Florida's not, like, 10th or 11th.
0: This is the neutral game at Jacksonville. It's the world's largest cocktail party. Um, I think Florida gives them a game, but Georgia finds a way to pull it out.
1: Yeah, give me Georgia. I don't think they cover, though. It's 14-and-a-half.
0: Um, Brock Bowers is still uh, out,
1: so. Um, yeah, he could be out four to six weeks. Right? So mm-hmm. he hang her up uh, mm-hmm. for the draft. Um, in my opinion, the game of the week here uh, – Number eight, Oregon traveling to Salt Lake City to take on the Utes.
0: Yeah, uh, Bo Nix looked good for Oregon against, I think it was Washington State
1: they played, I think. They they got fortunate. Um, what's the thing they got? No, Washington got awfully fortunate to win that one against Arizona Arizona State or Arizona. Anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, man. Um, yeah, but Bo Nix is probably in that top five convo for yep yep
0: I, I i'm going with utah though i like this team and i like weddingham i think he's a heck of a coach
1: yeah Oregon's seven point favorites on the road um give me utah as well i like that upset pick uh pitt at notre dame notre dame's 20 point faves oh
0: notre dame wins pretty easily yeah
1: number 20 duke at number 18 louisville
0: mike elko's done a heck of a job at duke um Jeff Brom. Last time we saw his team, they lost in the rain at Pittsburgh. And then they had a bye last week. He'll have the guys prepared at home. Give me Louisville.
1: Uh, yeah, give me Louisville as well. They are four point favorites. Um, Should be a good one though. Last one here. Uh, do you want? Uh, give me UCLA over Colorado. I hope they. Oh, 100%. Just end them. Uh, 100%. Number twenty-one Tennessee at number at five and two Kentucky.
0: Yeah, like Tennessee had a. Uh, Had a double-digit lead at one point down in Tuscaloosa. I'm thinking, man, Alabama going to drop two home games in one season? But then Alabama woke up in second half, uh, got some revenge from the upset uh, field rushing at Knoxville last year. Uh, Give me Kentucky just because I don't
1: like Tennessee that much. Tennessee's four-point favorites, and I think they cover. Give me the Volunteers. Before we talk NFL, do you want to be educated real quick? Oh, yes. On this day in 19... Uh, 19... 21, the Green Bay Packers played their first APFA, which was the forerunner to the NFL game, and they beat the Minneapolis Marines 7-6. to I've never heard of
0: Minneapolis Marines, and I bet you the Packers have the same logo they have now. On 19,
1: in 1945, American baseball player Jackie Robinson signs contract with the Montreal Royals minor league farm team of the Brooklyn Dodgers. Legend. On this day in, um, it's not a very good one. Um, 1967, the New Jersey Americans, later known as the New Jersey Nets, played their first ABA game. Interesting franchise there. On this day in 1974, Chicago Cubs trade six-time MLB All-Star Billy Williams to the Oakland A's for second baseman Manny Trio and two pitchers. Hard to believe the Cubs could trade some legends, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Don't want to get into that already, as (laughs) Kyle Schwarber has the most home runs by a left-handed batter ever in uh, postseason history. Um, On this day in 1984, Rick Sutcliffe, also known as, I think, Red Baron, maybe, selected as unanimous choice as NL Cy Young. Interesting. He was traded from the Indians mid-season 1984 to the Cubs, and he won the NL Cy Young. He was so good with them in that stretch. Who won the World Series on this day in 1993? 93, that was the Blue Jays. It was. The Joe Carter, Mitch Blue Williams. Jays. Yep. Um, on this day, oh, man, this was terrible. 2000, Monday Night Miracle, down 30-7 to 7 at the end of the third quarter. The New York Jets pulled together an improbable comeback with four touchdowns and a field goal. In the fourth quarter, eventually defeating the Miami Dolphins 40-37 to 37 in overtime.
0: Didn't Wayne Charbet have the big catch at the end or something?
1: Wayne Krabat. Uh Crabette, Charbet. They, they, they yes, um, I am. <laughs> um, yeah, Wayne Krabat had a big one, but they also had an offensive lineman catch a touchdown. That was brutal. Was uh, Vinny
0: the quarterback then? Tessa Verde? Uh,
1: it was either Vinny. Or Vinnie was it Chad. I want to say it was Pennington. I don't remember, though. Uh, but uh, I remember, of course, I was only eight years old, so I went right. to bed when they had a pretty sizable lead, and I woke up and my dad told me they lost. Um, that's, that started my hatred of the Miami Dolphins right there. Um, on this day in 2004, Boston College beat Notre Dame 24-23 to 23 in South Bend.
0: I think, I, yeah, I remember that because that was, that was when Ty
1: Willingham was yeah. still Notre Dame's coach. Yeah. The 16th college football holy war. Yeah. Um. That is going to do it for On This Day today, October 20-something, 23rd. 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 Hard to believe it already. But
0: that is the On This Day segment, which is brought to you by Mooney Woodcrafts. Mooney Woodcrafts is a veteran-owned and operated woodcraft shop based out of Texas with Indiana grassroots. They provide 100% hand-cut custom designs to fit your needs, and their pieces are a great addition to any home, office, or man cave. You can see some of their recently completed projects by visiting them on Facebook or Instagram at Mooney woodcrafts as their handle on there. And if you let them know the tan and J man show sent you, you get 15% off your order. We are literally almost exactly two months away from Christmas. So it would be the perfect present for the sports fan
1: in your family.
0: So get your sign orders in today.
1: NFL three winners, three losers. Do I start winners or do you start winners?
0: I need to do a better job at keeping the track record, but I'll let you go first with winners. I'll go first with losers.
1: Baltimore Ravens. Um, How many times of this year has a team been crowned best team in football only to get absolutely murdered the next week? A lot. Um, It's happened to the Dolphins. It happens to the Bills. It's happened to the Bills, and now it's happened to the Lions. Uh, That game was over at halftime.
0: Go ahead and crown Um, the Chiefs, Josh. Do it right now.
1: I, I want to crown the Chiefs after they beat Denver, uh, right before <laughs> <laughs> they play the Dolphins in Germany. So please, Denver, lose this week. I don't want them coming in off a loss, much like the Eagles. Um, man, Ravens look like one of the best teams in the AFC. Lamar, Lamar looked great. Playing fantastic football, yeah. good defense, good defense. Um,
0: yeah, Ravens. Yeah, my wife, while we were watching Red Zone, she goes, I wish we had Lamar Jackson. I said, ah, I think a lot of teams wish they had Lamar Jackson. A lot and of teams could have had a lot Lamar of teams Jackson.
1: Could have had Lamar
0: Jackson. Uh-huh. Uh one of my winners, I'm gonna go with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. Uh, going on the road to LA. Um I thought the Rams would take care of them pretty easily and Steelers, even though it felt like a home game because they had so many people there, um, they just fought and clawed their way and got it done. Um, now they're they're back in the hunt. For, and I mean, I know we're not even halfway to the halfway point of the season yet, but I uh, can't count them out for the playoffs.
1: Yeah. Um, they're a bad team. Um, Kenny Pickett's a bad quarterback, but they keep winning games. Yeah, that's all that matters at the end of the day. So, good coach. Um, Atlanta Falcons. Uh Played without Bijan Robinson because he was under the weather. Uh, go into Tampa Bay. The NFC South is putrid, awful. Um, it's the worst division in football, and um, they 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 found a way to get it done. So they're right there, four and three. Uh, bad quarterback play, but they have good running game. And um, I will go on record and say the winner of that division finishes either nine and eight or eight and nine.
0: New England Patriots. And I'm saying this after last week. I called worst team in the NFL. <laughs> and they beat the Buffalo Bills at home. Uh, Bills got some problems, and I don't That's know if they're—I don't know if they're going to figure it out. Um, plenty of games left, but they got it's—it's—it's it's, it's getting to the point where they got to figure this out because their is shrinking already as a as a franchise, and it's—it's it's crazy to say that, but uh, yeah, Patriots uh, wasn't pretty, but um, yeah, they,
1: they, got, got, they got
0: done, and Bill, Billy Boy got his 300th win, and it was revealed yesterday. Uh, Very quietly, he signed a multi-year contract extension in the
1: offseason. Yeah, he's not going anywhere. Uh, That's a prediction Um, I got wrong. Uh, Cleveland Browns. um, They're doing it without Deshaun Watson. And, uh, man, Miles Garrett is a dominant force, Mm -hmm. uh, the likes of which we have not seen in a long time on the defensive line. J.J. Watt was that. uh, Von Miller was that, too. Uh, but, uh, man, Miles Garrett is unbelievable yep. and he single-handedly won that game. Yes, he did. Um, so, uh, yeah, Browns keep getting it done. That, that might be the best division in football.
0: That was the most entertaining game I thought yes. yesterday. That game was back and forth, back and forth, which the Colts, which we'll talk about the Colts in a bit. They're interesting because they are in a lot of entertaining games. Yeah. It seems like, just, I don't you know. I, don't yeah, do I think
1: that. Shane, uh, Staken, Stiken, whatever his name is, has done it heck of a job because that's not a very talented roster but they are in every single game
0: and lastly because i have these this team in the losers category more times than not and i don't know how many times i'll have them in the winners category the chicago bears yeah you thought i was going different direction i did (laughs) i did (laughs) chicago Chicago (laughs) bears uh one without justin fields one with the undrafted division two free agent who was the heisman trophy equivalent winner for division two Uh, but not only did they win, they won pretty convincingly over the Las Vegas Raiders, who are a dumpster fire.
1: Yeah, pretty stupid to start 38-year-old Brian Hoyer, or keep him in the game anyway. You might want to start him just to see because you're still. But uh, at halftime, they should have moved to O'Connell just to get him some reps and see if they could get a spark or something. Aiden
0: came in, he did throw a pick, but he also threw a touchdown, and then Josh McDaniels was asked about it in the postgame, he said this isn't the preseason. (laughs) <laughs> All right, Josh, you're, you're on the way to get fired for the yeah. second time as a head coach. You'll never know, be a head coach again. So. Two years
1: and done there yeah. uh, in Vegas. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, starting off, the loser category is you.
0: Yes, um, Detroit Lions.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I still don't think they're a very good football team. I think they'll win the North pretty easily. But, man, that was a stinker of a game yesterday. <laughs> Should have been a lot worse than 38-7. to yeah. I mean, they were out of it. Midway through the second quarter, and uh, it's like, yeah, maybe they're not ready for that moment quite yet.
1: Yeah, uh, Buffalo Bills. Uh, we did talk about them a little bit, but uh, Josh Allen, when he's not playing the Miami Dolphins, is a is a good quarterback, but he's turnover machine, and um, I just I don't think they're that good, and um, they they have the injury issues starting to pile up, especially on their defensive side of the ball. Um, Allen's first throw of the game yesterday threw an interception. And then they couldn't stop Mac Jones from coming down and throwing a touchdown. <laughs> late. So, no. um, yeah, the bills, um, something, something's a miss there. Yep. Uh,
0: second, I'm going with Brandon Staley. Uh, your time's ticking there in LA, Brandon, your team is too talented on paper to be uh, two and four, two and five, whatever they are. And I think he's awful at managing the game, uh, clock no, management, I should worst. say, And his time's ticking there. And, yeah. and, um, You know, uh, Justin Herbert, I ran a poll on our, our Twitter X account the other day that is Justin Herbert overrated. And surprisingly 68% of people said, no, I thought it'd be the other way around.
1: So, uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's overrated. He, you, you see all these physical tools. I mean, he's he's very talented. He he is a video game quarterback. Yeah. That's, that's who you want. The arm strength, the athleticism, um, not a winner in the same issues that he was having at Oregon are popping up here in yep. the NFL. Took took him a couple of years to pop up, but yep. uh, yeah, here we are.
0: I remember at one time you were regretting that the dolphins took two yeah. over Herbert.
1: Not anymore. No. Um, yeah, if they would have ended up losing that Vikings game a few weeks ago, I think Staley would be gone by now.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah, I think it's coming.
1: Yeah. Um who do I want to be my second loser? Um, Tampa Bay Bucks. Um, yeah, I'm done with them. <laughs> yeah, Baker played bad for another game, uh, two or three straight games now. Uh, they had a nice little run to start the season, but you can't be losing at home to a mediocre Falcons team if you want to be a legit contender uh, in the NFC North. So,
0: my last NFL officials I thought <laughs> it was a bad day around the league yesterday. Oh. Um, this tush push thing.
1: It's frustrating.
0: It's very frustrating. I don't think they can do anything during the season, but I think they will after the season. I think I think we'll see it either get banned or there's going to be some adjustment to it. I don't know what that is. I'm not smart enough to figure that out. But I know I don't know how you stop it. I don't know, I know how you either. stop
1: it. You, you you just knew I mean they were 4 for 4 last night. They're 44, they're last 47. Yep. Um it is it is unstoppable but at the same time other teams are trying it and they're not as successful. Right.
0: So but, there is a science to it. And it's, you know, I remember the Wildcat when the Panthers and then the the Dolphins did it to success back in the mid-2000s. And the NFL, new things catch on and work for a little bit. But then defensives find ways to stop it. But so far, nobody's figured this out.
1: There's nothing you can do scheme-wise to stop it. Honestly, it's it's not like this. Rip his head play. off. play. Yeah. <laughs> they're, 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 <laughs> they're starting to call. The Eagles for offensive offsides, yeah. which you never see. Yeah. Um, but of course, uh, the officials last night—I don't—I don't even want to get into it. That's, That's why I kind of put the NFL officials. I wanted—I wanted to
0: get you fired up here.
1: It's not why the Dolphins lost the game. Didn't help. However, it was only the seventh time in NFL history a uh, team got called for double-digit penalties, and the other team didn't get called for a single one. Um, there were some plays called on the Dolphins that shouldn't have been called there are plays not called on the Eagles that should have been called. Um, and Dol- Dolphins didn't play very well. There was 60% of their offensive line against the most physical team in the NFL. That's the thing. Dolphins are a finesse football team mm-hmm. and uh, they face two really physical teams and they've gotten beaten by both uh, on the road. Um, but um yeah, uh, the, the tush-push thing, is was frustrating because you, you knew you can't stop it. You, you you have to give up eight yards or less on the first three downs, or you're done. Yep. Like, you're, you're yep. just not in ball control, ball control, ball control, Uh which is what the Phillies – or Phillies, the Eagles do best. So Yeah, there,
0: and there's been some review situations lately in the NFL. Like, you clearly see it's one thing, and then they go with the other, and, yeah. and then it, it just – it's more times not, they're calling in their, you know, their head official, uh, not the head official, but the, the gene stare tours and stuff. And they're disagreeing with things that are being called. So it's very frustrating. And I know Colts fans could probably spend an hour out um, of frustration with, uh, due to how
1: that game ended against the Browns. But the
0: officials are my third loser. Uh,
1: my last loser, Washington Commanders. Um, Ron Rivera as this era, is this heiress Jeff Fisher. Um Got to a Super Bowl, uh, lost it, and then he's just been mediocre pretty much every year. Um, Sam Howell's terrible. They should have tried harder to get a quarterback. That offensive line's terrible. Offensive line's brutal. Sam, Sam Howell's on pace to break David Carr's sack record uh, to get sacked. So, um, yeah, c- commanders are bad. Mm-hmm. So, uh, NFL pick 'em, I did win. It was a pathetic week for both. Um, I came into last night with a thirty-nine to <laughs> thirty-nine. That's got to gotta three, be the lowest we've ever had going into a Sunday week. night football game. Uh, there, there have been weeks where we've scored over a hundred, and um, yeah, didn't yeah. help. There's only thirteen games, but yeah. Um, so I, I won because we both took the Eagles and the Niners in the point differential mm-hmm. wasn't great enough. But uh Thursday night, a semi-interesting one here, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, both
0: teams needed. I think the Bills bounce back at home. Give me the Bills for 11.
1: I have the Bills for 13. I think they bounce back in a big way. L.A. Rams at the Dallas Cowboys. Well, uh, I got the Cowboys for six. I have the Cowboys for eight. Um Something's amiss there in L.A. as well, and I wouldn't be surprised if this is Sean McVay's last year. He almost, he almost hung it up. Uh, this past off season, this might be the year that does it. Uh, Cowboys for eight. Minnesota Vikings at the Green Bay Packers.
0: I wish I could see the Vikings play tonight before I made this yeah. pick, but uh, I don't think either of these teams are very good at all, but I'm taking the Packers at home for two.
1: I'm taking the Vikings for six. I think the Packers are one of the bottom three teams in the NFC. Ooh, wow. uh, Jor- Jordan Love outside of the first two weeks has looked absolutely horrendous. Well, I don't
0: know how good a Matt,
1: uh, Coach Matt LaFleur
0: is without Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. So
1: um they have no weapons either, so mm-hmm. they've. Uh, they, I mean, they did a disservice to Aaron Rodgers drafting no weapons, and now they've done a disservice to Jordan Love having no weapons. Yep. Uh, Vikings for six. Atlanta Falcons at the Tennessee Titans. Taking Titans for three at home, even though their quarterback's is kind of up in the air. Yeah, uh, sounds like Tanhill's going to be out a little while. Uh, give me the Falcons for three, uh, assuming Bijan Robinson's back. This this will be like a ten to yeah nice. boring game very boring. boring i'm not going to be watching a second of that one uh new orleans Saints at the indianapolis colts
0: like i said colts are always an entertaining game so this is probably an entertaining game i like the colts at home to bounce back here eight points for the colts i
1: i agree uh i i have the colts winning for two um check down Derek carr um is who i thought he's been his whole career which is bad um and it's funny to see him absolutely going off on his receivers when he throws a ball 25 yards over their head and it's the receiver's fault. Um, he's such a mediocre quarterback and I feel bad for Saints. No, I don't feel bad for Saints fans. They had Drew Brees for 15. Years. <laughs> I about. Uh, New England Patriots at the Miami Dolphins. Uh,
0: Dolphins were 15, uh, bounced oh, back in a big
1: way. Uh, yeah, I I think uh, Dolphins bounced back in a pretty big way too. Um as I've been saying, Hard Rock Stadium's turned in one of the hardest places to play in the NFL, and it doesn't seem like it would be. Uh, but Dolphins have won 15 of their last 17 at home. In those two losses, Skylar Thompson had to start one, and the other one, two, got a concussion right before half and threw three interceptions in the second half against the Packers on Christmas Day. So they could easily have a 17-game win streak there. Uh, but uh, Dolphins for 11. Uh, New York Jets at the New York Giants.
0: Yeah, this is that weird game where the uh... – they gotta address a different locker room, I guess. Or they probably don't. They probably have a yeah, constructor yeah. like they don't. I don't know how it's constructed, but it's the home team playing against the home team here. But Jets for four.
1: Uh give me the Giants for one. We're differing um,
0: a lot this week.
1: Yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm it would be classic to hear all these after beating the Eagles last week go on by. Jets fans are feeling good, and then they lose to a terrible Giants team. But give me Giants for one. Jacksonville Jaguars at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Gotta go with my AFC Champs, Jags for five. Add have the Jags for seven. Jags are playing good football. i not a believer in the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles at the Washington Commanders.
0: I uh, know I picked the Eagles, but why am I not seeing that? I, I don't – wow, I miscounted somewhere. I got the Eagles, but I don't have this written down anywhere on my sheet.
1: <laughs> there, there are no buys this week. Uh, but...
0: Yeah, I got – I listed 16. I'm missing a point value somewhere. <laughs> Uh, I have the
1: Uh, Eagles for nine. Uh, We got to fly through these pretty quick. Houston, I got the Eagles large. I don't know what I'm going to have them at, but Houston Texans at the Carolina Panthers.
0: Uh, I got the Texans. Where is that game on here? I got the Texans for ten. I
1: have the Texans for four. Cleveland Browns at the Seattle Seahawks.
0: I got the Seahawks for one.
1: I have the Seahawks for ten. Man, we are different quite a bit. Kansas City Chiefs at the Denver Broncos. Uh, Oh
0: could it's gonna probably be 17 straight unfortunately i got the chiefs for 13 but i got a little more hope because i'm a loser
1: <laughs> <laughs> i have the chiefs for 12 um you you are a loser you i you am a loser. loser uh baltimore ravens at the arizona Cardinals. Got the
0: ravens for 14
1: i have the ravens for 16 uh cincinnati Bengals at the san francisco 49ers i got the niners for seven I have the Niners for five. Chicago Bears at the L.A. Chargers Sunday night.
0: Yeah, I can't believe that's stuck as a Sunday night game. Chargers for 12.
1: I have the Chargers for 15. If they lose this one, Staley's done. Staley's done. There's no way. Um, Vegas and fields might be done if the Bears win that game. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Uh, Vegas Raiders at the Detroit Lions. Lions for 16. I have the Lions for 14. Birdie bogey time, are you ready? Yes. Uh, Jose Altuve has the second most homers ever in Major League Baseball postseason history. What player did he pass and what player does he trail?
0: Well, I, I think I got one of them, but I don't know which one he is. So I'm just throwing a name out, hoping he's one of them. Albert Pujols? <laughs> no. God. Oh, shoot. Um, I was so confident in that. I thought I could at least get one of two. <laughs> You remember he played uh,
1: 10 years in LA with the NBA. I know. Uh,
0: that's true. Um, you said he has the most left handed. Kyle Swarber?
1: No no, no. no.
0: Just give just give it to me. I'll take a bogey, take four strokes down.
1: Manny Ramirez has the most. Ah, I wasn't even wasn't uh, Ernie Williams has now the third most. Well, that's embarrassing. I wasn't even thinking of him either. Well, Mr. Guitar Player himself. Thanks for watching the Tan and Jane Show. We'll be back at it next Monday with another episode. Have a fantastic week, everybody.